Hi guys, it's Raj from the Pharmacy Podcast Show and today I will be covering the four common pressures that a student will face whether it's through college or university and how best to deal with these things, uh, what tips and tricks I can give you and these are four common pressures you yourself might be facing or your friends might be facing so these are tips that you could help each other with. So the four common pressures that any students face is number one, academia, which is getting top grades. Uh, number two, the environment that you're in. Um, number three, psycho- psychological. Uh, number four, financial issues. Right, so I'll break down each one uh, individually and give you a bit of uh, information as to why these are common pressures that students face and how I can help give you the best tools to help you um, not struggle under any of these featured uh, common points. So number one, academia, getting top grades. Now this is something that I have vocalised quite often and is something that I'm trying to get everyone to break away from the common norm. The common norm is um, you need good grades to get to a good college, to get to a good university, then you get to university and you now need top grades because without that top grade you will not get a job. Now I can tell you from experience this is not the case. Um, Now I'm not telling you to completely slack off here, I am telling you you do what you need to do and the amount that you can do. Do not put undue amount of pressure onto yourself um, when you know you are giving it 110% anyway. When you graduate from pharmacy, um, and I'm speaking to pharmacy students, but this can be applied to to any other category of uh, students um, because it's the same issues that are faced anyway. No one looks at the graduation level that you you get, whether it's a first, a 2-1, a 2-2. No one looks at it. No one cares. I don't care. Do you know why? Because it just assesses you in one single mould. And that mould is how you can... um, how you can alliterate yourself onto a few pieces of paper and is that meant to define you as a pharmacist for the rest of your life? The answer being no. It's you are in a profession where you are faced with the public on a daily basis. You need to understand your conditions. So yes, you, you do need to study because you do actually need to understand the conditions that you're talking about, how to best help the patient and how to intervene if there's any errors from the doctors or nurses and vice versa. But what I'm not what I'm telling you is the fact that if you know you've done absolutely everything in your power, uh, you've you've started revision on time, you've not started it like the night before the exam, um you are a completely prepared individual um then all you can do is just give it your best things happen for a reason but end of the day it's the grade that we do not look look, look that we do not look at because this profession is purely based on your interaction with other colleagues other colleagues and obviously with customers so when i interview someone 
I'm looking at you as a person, how well you can articulate yourself with me and how you interact with um, others around you. Now, if that's something, that is something that you can't test on a piece of paper. That is something that is seen in real life practice because that is a profession that you're walking into. You're walking into something that is hands-on. It's not book smart predominantly, but it's literally hands-on experience and that all comes down to key life skills and competency. And that all comes down to, again, how much exposure you've had to that. These are skills that aren't taught to you at university. And it's that academia that you need to get correct. And it's something like that is why I have created something like Farm Mastery. Um, because you need the whole puzzle, uh, all pieces combined in order, in order to have that best future possible. The academia side, yes. But you also need the key life skills and competencies to go with it. So... In my point of view, and for you to take away from how to avoid the pressure of the academia side of it, is be prepared. Do not leave your revision to last minute. Have a timetable set up. Stick to it. Have that accountability to yourself. Do not follow what others are doing, because I can guarantee you they're not telling you the truth either. They're, everyone looks out for themselves. They do. Um, whether they're your best friends or not, it's just the world that we live in. Do not take it to heart. But it's you have to look after yourself. It's a dog-eat-dog-eat dog world out there. So the number one person is you. So take that time for you to realise how much time do you need for that specific module to revise. Um, my magic number is always three. Um, you learn it, forget it, you learn it, forget it, you learn it, then hey-ho, you remember it. Um, but at least then you know you are going into that exam fully prepared and you are going to give it your 110%. And the other advice I would give to you in regards with revising is do not regurgitate your lecture notes because that is not a form of revision. The amount of students that I speak to and do consultant consultancy with is um it's shocking it's not an effective way of revision and it's not an effective way of learning <laughs> it's a waste of time um so if i asked you uh what an ace inhibitor is or how what's the the flow chart for giving blood pressure tablets then i expect you to know that because these are things and these are the facts that you require on a daily basis when you graduate and well even even before you graduate even as a summer student as a pre-reg student these are key points that you need to know and not not give me that blank stare of uh oh i don't know because i'm not asking you to regurgitate 10 pages of your lecture notes i'm asking you to take out the key point elements of that lecture note to tell me how that condition works to tell me how that tablet works if you do not know that and there's no point in rewriting your lecture notes at all. It To me, that shows additional learning or additional understanding needs to be found. And that could also be down to your learning style. And number two, uh, the second common pressure students face is the environment. Now, the environment could be where you live or what you're surrounded by. 
Now, what I mean by that is um, everyone's got a different way of learning. We, uh, I used to go and um, I knew I could never work in the library. No matter how many times my friends say, come on, let's go study in the library. It's just not the environment for me. I couldn't sit there. To me, people walking around is a distraction. Uh, the bright lights, distraction. Um, and I just couldn't focus. No matter how many times I tried, I just knew it was not the place for me. So know your environment. Um, look at your your room that you stay in. Um, is there adequate uh, uh, amount of lighting in there? Have you got an appropriate desk? Have you got an appropriate chair to sit on? Is it comfortable? Um, some people like to work with music behind them. Some people like pure silence. Um, some people like to work at night like a vampire. But know the environment that works for you. If you find that working at home isn't for you, find a quiet coffee place. Um, maybe in the park, um, a different library other than your university library can have a massive impact on your on your on your output and um, and 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 affects your positivity. So if you're in a positive frame of mind, then you are going to be able to deliver more because your mind is in the right place if it isn't if it's focused on distractions and uh, then i you, no matter how many hours you're sitting there it's not going to go in and again that is learning to look at yourself reflect upon yourself and learn to give yourself those answers and learn to say no in the sense of you know what this place isn't right for me i know what works for me at least then if I did that then I, I can get that revision done I can get that work done in a fraction of the amount of time that I would have sitting here being distracted by lights people noise and vice versa the third point is psychological now what I mean by psychological is anxiety isolation adjustment to new surroundings mental health is a massive topic at the moment uh, it is still very much a taboo uh, my favorite line that i like to say is we tweet it we share it we like it but we don't actually speak about it and it's a massive topic because it's it's nothing to be ashamed of we all go through it i've gone through it everybody has everybody has their own mental health journey it's what you do with it um to turn it around that will help you so being at university is completely diff different kettle of fish compared to being at high school and being at college at college it you get used to a form of freedom but in university you're completely left to your own devices completely no one tells you and no one reminds you that, you know, an assignment is due up. No one tells you when to start revising. No one gives you that best advice as to this lecturer. This lecturer doesn't test on actual lecture notes. He will actually test you on additional reading and vice versa. So it's all about being completely mentally prepared. You're going into an environment where you're not surrounded by your best friends. How are you going to feel? You're going into an environment where you've probably moved away. You haven't got a support network around you. What are you going to do? 
So my advice for that would be head if you're moving away, um, try heading up um, a week or two earlier. Now this isn't just for freshers. I would probably suggest moving up with a friend or a parent or a sibling just to get you used to your surroundings uh, and, and get your bearings right. And it's just there so you've got that support network around you but you've also then got that sense of feeling comfortable as well. If you're not comfortable in your own skin then again that's going to have a detrimental effect to the above two things that we've already spoken about in terms of academia and the environment. You are not going to be feeling any form of comfort to excel in either of those areas and um, our job and uh, my job is, in, is to ensure that you get the best out of what you do um, we want you to be the master of your profession we want you to be unique so we don't want any form of isolation um, and, and anxiety and if there are we need you to speak up about it we need you to know these are the people that you go to to seek for advice and um, um, we will try and help you get through it but other points that could help you is um, by going up there a couple of weeks earlier, there might also be other students who are in exactly the same position. Get to know them, get to get to um, get to hang out with them and get to know each other without having a work commitment type relationship going on. Um, at least then you start feeling comfortable in where you are. Um, and I'd also suggest making friends outside of your course because <laughs> friends outside of the course have a different perspective on many things and it gives you that different input to life and it could be to other topics um, but it just stops everything always being about that one core topic so like if we talk about pharmacy 24 7 how is your mental state going to be feeling? Do you need that break from it? So I would always recommend having friends outside of your course, signing up to some um, some some groups would help. Um, so if you've got a, a keen eye on like movies, music, vice versa, or sports, then obviously on Freshers Week, sign up to those things. And then obviously you've got some sort of um, friends that you know in different areas. And the other thing I would recommend is check up on the two following apps, Eventbrite and Meetup. Now, these are for um, extra activities that aren't covered by university. So if you're a very outdoorsy person and they don't have a, an events group for that, at university then this is a way of meeting people outside getting to know people building that rapport networking and again being comfortable with yourself approaching other people and getting to know your environment and being independent essentially that's what you've been in university is about it's about being independent and um it's it's a way of uh, <laughs> enjoying what you're doing uh, without feeling restricted. So I recommend these two apps, Eventbrite and Meetup. I'll post up links um, with the podcast as well, just so you can check those out and see what you think. 
And the last thing is financial. Financial is probably the most crucial thing. Financial is a common pressure that students face because da, 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 tuition fees, da, 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 debt. Debt is the number one concern every student faces, especially when they qualify and they see their first payslip and think, oh my days, I will be working for how long before I actually start earning money compared to me paying off my debt. Now, number one fact for you, you do not pay any tax before you start earning anything above I think it's 14 and a half to 15,000 pound if you're earning anything less than that you're not paying tax so if at any point you do get a part-time job while studying um, bear this in mind and ask your employer for um, uh, um, a form to uh, disbar you from from paying tax now you may get paid um, you may have to pay emergency tax but it does get paid back to you so don't worry about it and um, if you do take a part-time job my advice would to, my advice to you would be is it necessary um, if it is then please look at the amount of hours that are required to work and pair that up with the commitments that you have at university um, when I say this I mean it in the sense of pharmacy is not one of those courses that you can go in and have reading weeks for weeks and weeks on end this is a course that's quite full-on where you're in university from nine o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night um you've got um you've got practicals that you need to be in for you've got lectures that you'll be signed into uh so i remember my four years and my four years were quite intense and i had profound profound respect for students that were studying uh whilst also having a part-time job uh if you do get a part-time job i would recommend it in a field in relation to what you're studying so if it is and happens to be pharmacy then i would recommend getting a job in a pharmacy um that is a, a lot easier these days especially with a lot of hundred hour contracts that are out there compared to when i was back at uni at university so doing the night shift um obviously it doesn't interfere with any of your lecturers but it's a case of you can then tailor that conversation with your employer to say i am only able to do two night shifts a week or probably one but i'm happy to do at least one of the one of the weekends and obviously when you've got your summer period then you're able to do overtime and vice versa um or getting a job in a, uh, in, in a region where you have that multitasking capability uh, multifactorial thing going on you're talking to customers you're solving problems these are key skills and key components you will be asked about at interviews so there's no point in telling me you got a job at a news agent or uh, a job at a library because it doesn't cover 
those factors that we are looking for that I am looking for as, as an employer if I was to be someone that was interviewing you so if you compare someone working at McDonald's compared to someone who is just um let me see um yeah working as a news agent um delivering papers do you know what I would hire that person from McDonald's because they're in a time-controlled environment you have to serve customers you have to sort out problems multitasking it's non-stop go 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 and I can guarantee you if I ask them any competency-based questions uh, for examples they will give me an absolute shed loads compared to someone just delivering newspapers not that there's anything wrong against um, um, delivering newspapers to, to make some money but try getting jobs that are going to have a benefit towards your CV that are going to have a benefit towards an interview because if it's a job that doesn't cover any form of key skill or key competency then to me I would be asking was that job worth it because the whole point of a job is to go and learn something and if you haven't learned anything you haven't grown um, within it you haven't developed any key skills um, then to me I would I would class that as yes I earned something but was it a waste of my time so bear in mind with me speaking about these four common pressures that students face um, the reason why we posted this up was because um, they are common issues that students face but also they are issues that aren't spoken about and no one gives um, students the guiding hand of how to help them through it, what to do next, um, where to go and how how best to not get themselves into debt and obviously we want you to pass your degrees uh, we don't want you dropping out we want to help you be able to handle multifactorial things to be able to revise for eight modules and and probably work a part-time job in between it and this is all preparing you for that future of becoming a pharmacist or if if you are a listener and you're going into a different if if you're going into a different field, this is all to prepare you. Um, without that form of preparation, once you graduate, then and you're 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 in your first position uh, and it's a paid paid job, it it will then probably be a quite shock to your system. So I want to prepare you for it. I want you to get there, and I want you to be ahead of the crowd. So by putting these, by controlling these pressures that you're surrounded by, but using them to your advantage, no one tells you to get, like, for example, no one tells you to get a job that's going to benefit your future. So here I am telling you this now. Get a job that is going to build your skill set, that is going to build your competency because it will benefit your CV and it will benefit your interview. If I see a job listed on a CV that doesn't cover any of those things, then I will reluctantly call you for an interview. And that's the harsh reality of it. When I look at a bunch of CVs, I am comparing you. 
this is the world that we're in. How do I dwindle it down? I've posted out one job um, and hundreds have applied to it. How am I going to dwindle it down? Because I'm not going to interview 100 people. And that's the harsh reality that we're in. So back in the day, well, I call it back in the day, but literally only five years ago, um, if someone posted a job at a hospital uh, for a band six position, probably only five people would apply for it. However, now, if a band six position was applied, um, posted for, you've got an average of 250 people that apply for it. That shows the sheer increase that's happened over five years, and that is due to the number of pharmacists that are out there looking to secure a full-time position. So you are up against harsh reality. You are up against harsh competition. But if no one tells you this, then how are you going to prepare for it? So my job and... Um, the, the the company that I, I, I created, Farm Mastery, is to prepare you for it. We want to prepare you for the working world. We want to prepare you for working life. But we also want you to be the master of it. You become masters um, of, of, of pharmacy. So why not become the master of your profession? Be the best of the best. Don't be left behind because otherwise you will then start moaning saying I I'm now qualified pharmacist but I'm still on 15 16 pound an hour how do I get it up without those key skills and competencies it's not going to go up so my job and, and the company's job is to help get you ahead of that and get you shining out um, even more so than the current managers that are out there so I hope you find this podcast helpful and um, please message me if there's anything I can help you with further and um, please let me know how you found it. Okay, thank you. Bye.